0: Please don't throw the baby out with the bath water. Modern learning practice is definitely not about starting from scratch and doing everything new. What things are you doing really well? You're listening to a core education podcast, pushing the boundaries of educational possibility. Kia ora koutou. This is Sarah Whiting and I'm with Nari Shepherd, and we're here for our third podcast in this series. So prior to this, we've talked about the importance of M- M modern learning practice in juniors and then we've built on that in our last um, podcast where we talked about the elements of that building on what's already happening in ECE. So this podcast is all about getting your MLP on putting modern learning practice into place and knowing where to start and what's happening within your own context. So we're going to be a bit provocative, we're going to poke the bear if you like, we're also going to think about some things that we would suggest from both a parent and from a facilitator and teacher point of view that we think you could action from tomorrow. So first of all I just wanted to say please don't throw the baby out with the bathwater Modern learning practice is definitely not about starting from scratch and doing everything in It's about taking all that great stuff that we already know about teaching and learning and building on that and implementing it in our place. So my first question for you guys out there is, what things are you doing really well? And what ways are you engaging with your students in their community? And what ways are you ensuring that there is flexibility and adaptability in your environment? And in what ways could you do better? From my point of view, from implementing modern learning practices um, in a junior school, the place to start is definitely with your families, your whanau, and with those students, the most important people in the room. Um, We started off with an empty room. They built the room. They decided what it was going to look like. So co-constructing things with them, they decide what the, the purpose of each space is about. And the same with their learning. They may not know how to read and write at this point, but they know how they like to learn and what they like to learn. So building on that, having those conversations with them, asking them, as a five-year-old, what should you know and what would you like to know? And utilizing that in your program. Nari, as a parent, what things would be key for you and your five-year-old in terms of model learning practice in their, his school?
1: Well I definitely think touching on you talking about the environment Sarah, that ownership that he feels and that sense of belonging that's developed by having that input into the development of the classroom environment is really key. The other thing for me as a parent is I know that he's going to learn best when he's following his passions and he's got that student agency, that choice and voice and involvement in his learning. Um, I've seen schools use very simple ways of engaging children um, and allowing them so much input into their programs, their curriculum and what they're doing. One program that works really well in the junior school is Discovery Learning and the way I've seen that run is a range of teachers, sometimes right from years one to four, offering just. All sorts of different activities that are totally driven by the students and the students are then able to choose where they want to go and what they want to do that day. It could be anything from having a whole lot of art materials out to designing marble runs to having wheels and construction equipment but the engagement and level of passion for learning when you see the children involved in those activities is just amazing and making space in your day-to-day curriculum to fit that in. Sometimes you need to think, what are we doing that's really key and important and what are we still holding on to that actually we could let go and make room for something that will be much more powerful learning. The other thing that I've seen schools do allowing students to plan their own timetables and this is really just a switch out from the rotations and centre-based learning that we've always had but rather than a time ringing in students moving to the next activity they're actually getting a say in the order that they do activities in the activities that they choose to do and there's lots of really simple ways of allowing for this and also is great for developing those self-managing skills in our young learners.
0: I just wanted to pull on three points that you said there, Nairi. And the first one is around that passion. And I think that something that's really important for the children of today and for the future is that it has to be authentic and context-specific. The learning that I've seen that's been the most powerful is when the children have had a say in what they're going to learn, but it's had a purpose so that they know that there's an outcome to it. For example, Mm -hmm. um, I've got an image of this girl um, that I used to teach, and she built a device or a toy for the kids at Orana Park because that was something that they were focused on. It was a passion and there was a need. Um, it then got put into Orana Park. So for her, she actually saw that it had a result, that she could make a difference. The other thing I wanted to pull on was that you said about finding opportunities in time t- in timetables. And I think this, we've all heard it as educators, you know, the little saying, work smarter, not harder – and it's about making those connections. Um, modern learning practice is all about making those connections and driving forward in a purposeful way. And the final thing that came up for, from what you were saying was all around the fact that they're being, that, that whole leading their learning, choosing where they're going, and I think that's really important. And I think that something that we really need to remember when we talk about choosing, um, is that choice isn't just about freedom. It's about responsibility. And what we're trying to do is create these little citizens who are, you know, know that they can make mm-hmm. a choice, but are responsible and accountable for the choices that they make. So they know that actions have consequences and they can make a difference. And to me, that's a vital skill moving out into the real world. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's really important to start small. Take one thing in your room, and if it's just asking your kids questions, and incorporating that in what you do go forth and do that and if you wanted to find out more or a bit more of a personalized approach to this then nairi and i are holding a couple of enable workshops and are available at core anytime for your for your information so it's been a great having you here um would love to hear your thoughts on how you can make modern learning practice happen in your context and we we'll look forward to talking to you soon bye for now kakitiano kakite You've been listening to a core education podcast, pushing the boundaries of educational possibility.